Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the podcast of the Round Table, where four court jesters go head to head, answering some of the most challenging questions in all the seven kingdoms. This week's battle pits esteemed authoress Amy Lyle and Lord Larrikins of Drinks with Larry who will take on round table regulars, the Princess of Patience, Lady Brooke, and Sir John Jamingo. Now, here is your host, Uncle Randy, who I'm extraordinarily delighted to say loves you. Welcome everybody that is uh, here and that stuck with us through the beginning. That's just the real life uh, stuff. Uh, welcome to the podcast of the round table. This is the show where uh, we get to see who's the fastest, smartest, wittiest uh, person in the group. And we normally say podcasters, but we are welcoming our first. I mean, I think technically she's a pod. She's been on a million shows. Uh, powerful Amy Lyles here. Woo! I'm representing. Absolutely. <laughs> Coming, Georgia. Yes. <laughs> right down the street. And we've got. Uh, the super aggravated but calming down slowly, Larry from Drinks with Larry. Hi. Yeah. Yes, he is people. always thirsty. What always. a recovery, Mav. Way to go, sir. That was a quality recovery. Uh, we got the podfather himself, John Buchanan. Hi, everybody. Yes, John. Hi. <laughs> and of course, my uh, beautiful wife uh, up there in the middle of my screen. AKA. And- Poo. And the middle of my heart for a book collar. Beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, everybody, uh, I'm going to go over the rules here. Uh, basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to ask a series of questions, and none of you have any idea what I'm going to ask. Uh, I've pulled the order in advance, and the order starts with uh, we've got Larry will be first, then Brooke, John, yes. and Amy, and we'll rotate that with every question. Uh, you'll have up to three minutes to answer each question. You don't have to use the whole three minutes, but you can't go over. Uh, if you go over, uh, Richard Tillman will harass you online um, and <laughs> cause problems for you. Uh, so don't go, don't go over your three minutes. Um, everybody has one grenade. Amy, if you don't know what that is, what that means is when I ask a question, you have one of these per, for the whole game. If you have a question, if I ask a question, you just feel like it's something that John is going to knock the answer out of the park. Say that you want to throw a grenade at him. You have to make your best grenade noise. like, And John can't answer the question. If he's already started, that's fine. The judge will have to not allow it to be admissible. You have one of those per game, and everyone can be grenaded once. You can't all pile on and grenade somebody more than once. That makes sense? I got it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a cheers here to uh, to the powerful Larry for getting his uh, stuff together. That was uh, John was ready to bail. I was committed. I was like, no, we're going to stop. I, I had my foot on his back, and I was about ready to push him off the vehicle. Don't right. you dare count me out. I'm not counting out, Larry. All right. Beautiful. All right. So uh, here we go. We're going to jump right into it uh, with the first question. Larry, you're yes. here, sir. Um, and this one, you only have one minute. By the way, it can it can vary. I'm not going to give you three minutes on like a one minute question. Uh, Larry, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? 
Every ah, podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Could not be further from the truth, sir. Everybody. Everybody. All right, Brooke, what about you? What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Um, oh, God, I was just talking about something like this the other day, and I can't remember what it you was. You got a whole minute. Um, I think that everybody looks stupid trying to... Oh, damn it. I need another drink. Um... The pressure. I know. I'm like 30 seconds. This is not going to. Everybody looks dumb trying to answer a question about what does everybody look dumb about? (laughs) You answered it. Hey, might be coming out a little shaky. Hey, we'll get it together, man. It's no big deal. Don't worry. It's a warm up. It's a warm up. Question. We talked about one around. Yes. All right. So, uh, John. You're up. What is something that everybody looks stupid doing? Coming. Everybody has a really stupid hey, coming face. It's a clean show. <laughs> it's not a oh, oh, Amy, I'm so sorry. You better it buckle is. in. It is. Yes. Now, every, everybody, when they're coming, they have that face where guys are like they lock up like they're having a heart attack. And women, they, they contort their face. Everybody, if you took a picture or video of someone coming, and showed it to them, they would never come again. That's not true because pornography no. is like a multi-trillion-dollar business. So. They're acting. Oh. I'm talking about real, real coming. Oh. <laughs> real, not real coming. Real coming. Not that. Uh, not right, that. Five seconds, John. That's it. Well, I got your answer though. All right. So, Amy, I'm going in a different direction. I'm going to yeah. say putting on skinny jeans and TJ Maxx uh, dressing room. Followed by eating guacamole. Oh, all right. Skinny jeans. Hey, that's how my sister broke that's her foot. A, yes, I was about to say that. Dang it. That's how Brooke's sister, she literally shattered her own foot. I wrote about it. Yes, you're right. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's an wild, powerful right. Right. book. Yeah. I, I've never been able to put on skinny jeans. I was too fat for skinny jeans before they were even invented. Oh, my God. Everybody can put on skinny jeans. Randall put them on once. I almost pissed myself. I laughed so hard. All right. Yeah, I, ra- I ran around a Levi store with them on once. It was awesome. <laughs> Every pair I put on are skin up being skinny jeans. Put at the bottom. I right. look like a piece Richard, of broccoli. Are you listening to this? Because there's a lot of conversation about skinny jeans. Question I put on two. Hey, we're moving to uh, two, and this is Brooke. Brooke's up first to redeem herself after the turd oh. from question one. Oh, good. One. Step uh, it up. Brooke, what are some... What are some fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could use to settle their differences with each other? Ooh, you have oh, three minutes. So many things. Patty cake. <laughs> Hide and seek. Um, I think that game where you put your hands and then you try and hit the other person on the top of the hands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What that's, that's game. game. Yeah. <laughs> I think we call it like slap or something. Hand slap, slap or, or something. <laughs> something elementary like that. Um, they could also play flip cup. I think there's lots of different ways to settle disputes other than shooting each other in the face. All right. Beautiful. Those are good. Um, John, what are some uh, fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could use to settle their disputes and differences? I think the leader of the country has to have a mud wrestling match with the leader of the other country who doesn't want to see donald trump and 
the leader of North Korea, who I can't think of his name right now, Kim Jong getting into a cage match full of mud, like in the movie Stripes, when John Candy got in there and took <laughs> them all on. Who wouldn't want to see that? I mean, the, the leader of China and Donald Trump. Donald Trump right now, and, and I would re, I would vote for Donald Trump again in this next election if it would mean that he would have to mud wrestle some other leader. Beautiful. Amy, what are some fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could use to settle their differences? I'm going to go with forest bathing. (laughs) I don't know if you're familiar with forest bathing, but basically you find a suitable location in nature. Uh, You enter sometimes naked and you smell the forest and you proceed with your forest bath by walking mindfully and you reflect out loud. Oh. And sometimes you sit in one location for 20 minutes. So I think if everybody did that, this pff, all these problems would go away for sure. I've, uh, I agree. Actually. Forest bathing. <laughs> I want to, Larry, me and you're going to go forest bathe after that description. <laughs> I am. That'd be a good video. About- Brooke will take the video. I'm totally. <laughs> Larry totally needs to after all those audio. All right, Larry, what are some <laughs> fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could use to settle their differences? I think dueling would be wonderful with swords. Duel. <laughs> um, or with uh, flintlock pistols. And I, the reason I say that is because, you know, wars always start from the top and they always send everybody else in to fight their battles. So I think if the leaders actually had to fight each other and try to kill each other, I think wars would stop. That's a good point. That's a very sorry. Point. That was a deep one. I'm sorry. It should have no. been funny. Uh, pooping. Violently pooping. Sorry. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Not just pooping. Violently pooping. <laughs> battle shits. Take a probiotic. Don't. Yeah. I think battle shits maybe. They sit in a stall next to each other and try to outshit the other one. Larry, this is a clean show. I'm sorry. It's a bidet show. <laughs> we are sponsored by BioBidet. Um, everyone go out to uh, BioBidet.com. Use um promo code married af or drinks with larry no larry just larry just larry you know what i kind of i kind of like larry's answer i just think that each leader should drink a glass of salt water wait a half an hour and try to see who can leave the biggest spot on the white wall Mm -hmm. all right we're we're gonna go to three this is john is up first for this one all right john if you had to get rid of one state in the united states which one would it be and why? Details most important. You have three minutes. California. I've been waiting for the big one. I would love to see California just drop into the ocean. There is so much nonsense going. The traffic, everybody moves out there for the weather. They're having too good of a time. They have nice weather and no humidity. So California just right into the ocean. And that would be en- the end of it. And we wouldn't hear all the whining and we wouldn't have to be preached to by Hollywood and we wouldn't have all this virtual signaling and all this other nonsense. We could go back to being Americans again. Yes, absolutely. All right. Not bad, sir. Amy, if you I'm have to say, one state. Oh, go ahead. If you're already ready, boom. No, go ahead. I like the grandness of Yes, you I'll read it again. Okay, okay. If you had to get rid of one state in the U.S., which one would it be and why? Details important. Three minutes. 
I am going to go with the District of Columbia because I think it's kind of like a little Greece where 99% of the people are on the public payroll. Uh, they have Marion Barry. They have uh, every restaurant is always epic. Um, that's it. DC. I think that there's a lot of uh, corruption, people just wanting to their jobs. They're not really trying to fix the country. And if they just dropped off the face of the earth and we could start over, I think it might be good for everyone. That's my final answer. That's a good one. District of Columbia. <laughs> All right, Larry, if you had to get rid of uh, one state in the U.S., which one would it be and why, sir? What state is Blunt Mommy from? <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana. Then Louisiana is my answer. <laughs> Larry. Uh, that's all I know. I, 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 the only other state I would say would be one of the Dakotas. But other than that, I'm fine. No one would even miss them. No, exactly. See, I, I was sitting here thinking, how many Dakotas are there? Let's take one so, out that we would benefit from. I, I, I was going to say, you know. I'm bossing you, Larry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. No, that's, What state are you from, Amy? That's, I'm from the fine state of Ohio. So am I. So we can't yes! get rid of Ohio. I we thought could. you were going to say Ohio, honestly. No, no. All my close friends are in Ohio. I would never get rid of the state. But we both moved. No, Larry still no, lives Larry's in Ohio. No, I'm still in Ohio. Oh, I stand corrected. Yeah, I'm a loser. I can't leave. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> but I'll go back to my answer of Louisiana. Okay. All right. Brooke, yeah. if you had to get rid of one state in the U.S., which one would it be and why? See, I... <laughs> We know a lot of people in a lot of states now, and I used to say Arkansas was the most worthless fucking state in the country, um, just because, like, seriously, what's there? But now, like, I feel bad because, uh, you know, Jody B's there. He's the only person He's I know He's the only from person I know. No, I know some people from work now that live there, but still, seriously, Arkansas, like, what? guys, come on. Hot Let's springs. Go. The hot springs are there. Uh, sure. Can we do the four? I think they thing. have those in like <laughs> Texas and Tennessee and stuff too. But they do. They do. Yeah. So there's Arkansas. Uh, so sorry, Jody B. I'm gonna have to boot uh, Arkansas, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what I think is funny that Jody B. almost saved all the people from Arkansas, and Blunt Mommy basically killed everybody in Louisiana. <laughs> It's worth it. But yet they're both very talented in their own unique ways. Yeah. Yes. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> and I love me from Louisiana, so I would never get rid of Louisiana. All okay. right. Number four. Carl Fish. Powerful, powerful Amy Lyle is up first on this one. Ah, first. Okay. So this one, now we're, those were all pretty much warm ups. I'm going to be honest. Now Shoot. we're going to get into some things. If you've got a pen and paper, you're going to want to have it because this oh. This question is a little more complex. Mm-hmm. Note time. Um, mm-hmm. Amy, give me, give me your top five favorite actors, actresses of all time. Tell me the first movie you can recall them being in. Bonus points, if you can also, within the time limit, name your favorite movie that they were in. Oh, uh, hang on, let me start. Okay. Uh, I, have a, I have a minute, though, right? Okay, my mm-hmm. all-time... One of my favorite actresses is Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig is most famous for Bridesmaids. Before that, she was on Saturday Night Live. I can't, I don't, I don't know any other movies that she's in off the top of my head or previous movies. Second favorite actor or actress would be. 
Melissa McCarthy. Also, the first movie that I realized that she was in was <laughs> Bridesmaids. But I also love Spy and the Heat with Ooh. Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Um, I like Jude Law. Not a good person because he slept with a nanny, but Ooh. a great actor. And the only movie that I can think of is Spy because all I do is watch comedy movies. That's one, two, three. Um Shoot. You still got two minutes. You're golden. Okay. okay. I like uh, Nicole Kidman. One of the first movies I saw of her is uh, the one with Tom Cruise where they were trying to tame the West. She came over with the spoons. I can't remember. But my favorite movie of Nicole Kidman is Days of Portrait the- of a Lady. Oh. Portrait of a Lady. Okay. So that's. One, two, three, four. Okay, another actor that I love is how many seconds do I have? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a minute and twenty seconds. Okay, I like. Um. Oh my gosh! Did I say Melissa McCarthy? You did. Number two. Hmm. I watched so many movies. I'm going to go with Robert De Niro. Mm. Taxi Cab is one of my favorite movies, but I also like him in that Anne Hathaway movie, The the Mentor, The Intern or something. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Boom. All right. Well, you got it. You covered him. All right. right. So next is Larry. Larry, give me your top five favorite actors of all time. Tell me the first movie you can recall them being in. Bonus points if you can also name your favorite movie that they were in. Ooh, right. Well, I, I apparently like men, so let's go here. Um, I would. I'll start with the bottom. Uh, I was going to say Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's he's growing on me. Um, and obviously Deadpool is probably one of my. I thought he was wonderful in that. Not Green Lantern. Not Green Lantern. No, that movie doesn't exist. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Literally. I do love Kristen Wiig. Um, I love her on Saturday Night Live. She's probably one of my favorites. Target Lady. Um, but then also Bridesmaids, I have to say. It, it's a great movie. I do enjoy that. Yes. Um, the Rock is probably one of my favorite actors. Ben Johnson, phenomenal. I, don't, I can't get enough of that, man. <laughs> um, probably my favorite movie of his is the one where he had to save his family out of a natural disaster, which is every movie. Every movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or Jumanji. I loved him in Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji, so funny. His his smoldering look was uh, enough to smolder my heart. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mel Brooks is another one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spaceballs is one of my favorite movies he's in when he's at uh, Yogurt, obviously. And my final favorite actor is Harrison Ford. Get out. Yeah, I love Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones. Han Solo. Han Solo. Um, the Fugitive. Oh, the fugitive! That's a good show. Uh, Air Force One, get off my plane! Come on. <laughs> what about so look, regarding Henry? No one ever says regarding Henry. Regarding Henry freaked me out as a kid. That's why. Or the suspect like wasn't he like in the suspect or something? Uh, he was the fugitive. The fugitive. That was good. Him show, and yeah, where he said, "I didn't kill my wife," and uh, what's his name looked at him and said, "I don't care." Yeah, great movie. <laughs> all right, but that's my list. That's good, uh, Larry. You made it. Anytime, covered all your bases. All right, babe. 
Uh, give me your top five favorite actors, actors of all time. Tell me the first movie and your favorite movie. Um, well, I love me some Drew Barrymore. Um, I always said that if there was a movie about me, that's who would play me. <laughs> and I mean, the first movie I remember her in was E.T. when she was like five. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And I... I mean, he's more of a comedian, but he is in a lot of things too. Andy Samberg. This might turn into like a my favorite SNL people thing too, because that's really hey, he's a very underrated. <laughs> he is the the shizit. See, I didn't even cuss, Amy. The shizit. Oh. <laughs> um, I also really, even though I know for a fact he is batshit crazy. Sorry, Amy. Uh, and. It, it, like I don't necessarily want to hang out with him, but um. Oh, oh, sorry, Andy Samberg. I didn't tell you what movie. Actually, I don't even know what movie Andy Samberg. I just know Brooklyn Nine Nine is like really, and I know he's in some movies. Anyways, um, Tom Cruise is who I was gonna say is crazy, but and I don't necessarily want to hang out with him, but he's one of my f- favorite. I just I'll watch him in anything pretty much. I will too. He's very talented. Yeah, he's not just, that you ask me, but <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he just he can't really go wrong. Um, Footloose, not Footloose, that was Kevin Bacon. Um, Risky Business is what I was trying to say is the first movie I remember him in, and he was like 16 and he kind of looks the same like now. Um, and I mean, Larry stole one of mine, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I really, really like him. Uh, he, yeah, of course, Deadpool, but he, I mean, Van Wilder was like my jam yes. Yes. in college. I watched that movie 8 million times um, when I was in college. I um, one minute. And, oh, God, I got to find another one. Um, I'm on four, right? Yep. You got one more. God, I feel like I should have another girl in there, and I. You're pregnant? No, no. <laughs> you, get, uh, you got no. Uh, 38 seconds. Um, let's just go with Crapola. I know the fifth is the hard. Twenty seconds. Hurry, um, hurry, Brooke. Think of another SNL lady. Oh, Kristen Bell. I really like Love her. Bell. From Pitch and Bad Moms. Princess Anna, I know. All right. Oh, my God. God. Give me your top five actors of all time. Tell me the first movie you can recall them in. Bonus points if you can also name your favorite movie they were in. My first is Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, Mm. is one of my favorite movies. And the one that I love him the best in is Gran Torino. That movie, to me, is an amazing story. And... I, you know, like I said, I think that they are the two movies. That's why he's my number one. Number two is Jack Nicholson. The first movie I saw him in was a few. Uh, uh, the first Jack Nicholson movie I saw was a One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ah. But my favorite one, and it's, this is a toss-up between uh, As Good as It Gets and A Few Good Men, and I'm going to go with As Good as It Gets because he plays a crazy guy better than anybody that i know it's so i'm going to go with that number three is charlie's theron mm-hmm. and um it was the movie where it's uh joe the joe 
young, the King Kong movie that she was in when she was have short blonde hair. It was the first movie I saw her in. I was like, who is that little <laughs> lovely thing? And then the movie that I love her the best in is Hancock with Will Smith. I thought she did a great job with that. And then my uh, the next is Tom Cruise. I first saw him in Risky Business, and I loved him in Jerry Maguire. And then Sandra Bullock, I first saw her in Speed. And then the my favorite movie with her is The Blind Side. I think that is five. Oops. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well done on that question, John, sir. Uh, I tip my uh, my hat to you, sir. All right. Going to five. And this will have Larry up first again. Oh, this is right up Larry's wheelhouse, to be honest. If Larry doesn't win this round, uh, he's fired. Don't grenade me. All right. Larry. All right. Yeah, actually. Well, Seriously. I just screwed that up so nobody can grenade Larry on this one. I've got to make that call because I just tanked him by doing that. And you can't. It's too much pressure now. All right, Larry. Uh, the Punisher, Ooh. Hawkeye, Batman, Captain America, and Conan the Barbarian are in a street fight to the death. Tell me the order in which they die and who is left standing. All right. What was the list again? The Punisher. Okay. Hawkeye, Batman, Captain America, and Conan the Barbarian. Okay. Conan the Barbarian dies first. Okay. Do you need me to tell you how they die? Uh, tell me the order in which they die and who's okay. left standing. So, no. Okay. Hawkeye dies first. Or Conan, Conan the, dies first. Um, I would say Captain America probably dies second. Then it would be... Oh, God. Probably Punisher has a secret bomb set up. So Hawkeye. So Hawkeye would die next. All right. And then Punisher and then Batman. That's my list. Not bad, sir. All right. <laughs> Good luck. I like it. All right. Uh, Brooke, the Punisher, Hawkeye, Batman, Captain America, and Conan the Barbarian are in a street fight to the death. Tell me the order in which they die and who's left standing. I'm going to say Hawkeye first, Conan second, Captain America third, Batman fourth, and then the Punisher's left standing because he's You're damn right. You're damn right. (laughs) No. No. I love some Bruce Wayne, too. Correct. All right. uh, John. Always wins. John, I know this is your favorite question ever on Podcast of the Roundtable. The Punisher, Hawkeye, Batman, Captain America, and Conan the Barbarian in a street fight to the death. Who dies first and who's left standing? All right, the first to go is Hawkeye because he's just a surgeon in the Korean War, and he's the first one to go because he really doesn't even like to fight and doesn't know how to shoot a gun. Second is Conan because he's just a late-night host, uh, (laughs) and he doesn't really have any fighting skills. And then after that, it's the Punisher because the Punisher thinks he's a badass, but he he really isn't. And then it's a fight to the death between Batman and Captain America, and Captain America just squeaks it out because of the shield. The shield is what saves Captain America. So Batman's fourth, Captain America lives. I was wrong about you on this question, John. I apologize, sir. Not bad. All right, Amy, the Punisher, Hawkeye, Batman, Captain America, and Conan the Barbarian in a street fight to the death. Tell me the order in which they die and who's left standing. Uh, Punisher. Hawkeye, Batman, Captain America, Conan, as you read them, because I don't know anything about these superheroes. 
<laughs> and Wonder Woman is left standing. <laughs> Very well done. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Stay out of my world, Amy. <laughs> uh, all right. Great. Uh, we're going on number six. You know, that was a trick question, by the way. Really? Why? Batman, Batman doesn't kill anybody. So, trick question. Has he really never killed anyone? I know Punisher does. Captain, That's who I collect. Captain I've got America all the doesn't war either. Uh, I, Captain America, I think, is a little bit more liberal with his death, but Batman refu- won't kill anybody. So, And Punisher just kills everybody. He kills everyone he can, yes. Yes. But you don't think Batman, when he thought he left someone injured, they eventually died? I mean, nope. Nope. <laughs> don't don't ruin this for me. Nope. <laughs> all right, number six. We're starting with Brooke. If you were a dictator of a small country... What crazy dictator things would you do? You have three minutes. (laughs) Oh, man. I would have servants carry me around like in one of those chairs, you know, like in Egyptian times, I think, where like you had to get guys up underneath it and like on each four corner and carry me around. Yes. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's why I thought Egyptian. Um and but I'd have to have like one of those big bulletproof bubbles over it so that like nobody could assassinate me. <laughs> That's smart thinking. Uh-huh. And um I would make sure that everybody um nobody could litter. So anybody it'd be like Singapore up in here. You get caned if you throw anything on the ground not in the trash can. Um and anybody that drives under the speed limit immediately executed. Fair. Fair. I like it. You live in Atlanta. That makes total sense. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right. John, if you were the dictator of a small country, what crazy dictator things would you do, sir? To be honest with you, I think the only thing that I really would want to do would be the judge. Like, I want to be the judge. I want to hear all the arguments, and I want to set punishment. I want to be the punisher when somebody (laughs) does something. Uh, You know, you you litter, you're going to get caned. I find out you're a pedophile. We immediately electrocute you where you stand. You're holding a piece of wire. You're standing on a plate. We just throw a switch, and you pop like a piece of popcorn. (laughs) <laughs> robbery we put you away for a little bit but we re- rebuilt rehabilitate you you know crimes i would set the punishment for the crimes and then you know but i want to hear the stories and that's what i would that's what as a dictator that's what i want i would take the reins off of people let them live uh all this political correctness nonsense that would stop because then you would be in front of me as a judge and you wouldn't like my punishment for that <laughs> so uh yeah just let everybody speak you can't you you can disagree with them but they have to be able to speak. Uh, no nonsense about putting other races down and all that. None of that white supremacy bullshit. None of that reverse racism bullshit. You know, we, we all live together. We get along because you don't want to be in front of me. You don't want that. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Amy, if you were the dictator of a small country, what crazy dictator things would you do? Um, I would, let's go with the punishments first. I mean, I would want world peace. I'm more of a libertarian, you know, do you do you just don't charge me for your problems. Um, but I would want maybe instant death for, um, 
irritating personal habits like chomping, tapping a pen, um, three selfies in a row on social media, uh, <laughs> people that flaunt their knowledge that aren't knowledgeable, uh, or invading my own personal space. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I've got. All right. Well, Amy okay. just executed me three times. Last <laughs> what? One, what? Last Why? One, no, the last one we agree with so much about the personal space thing that uh, I'll live in your country. Absolutely. All right. So uh, that leaves uh, Larry. Larry, if you were a dictator of a small country, what crazy dictator things would you do, sir? See, I think you guys went too serious on this one. (laughs) If I ran a country, depending on the day of the week, my people would have to do nonsense. (laughs) For example, on Mondays, you'd have to build sculptures of me out of cheese. That's what I want on Monday. <laughs> Tuesday, everyone wears Renaissance garb. I don't care how hot it is. <laughs> Wednesday is polka dancing. I like it. Let's see. Thursday, I would probably make everyone gluten free for the whole day. <laughs> and then Friday, since it's a casual day, probably, I don't know. Friday, I guess. You know, maybe shirtless day. Everybody's got to go shirtless on Friday. Everyone? Yeah, everybody. <laughs> hey, it's my world, brother. You're living it. Do you ever get to eat the cheese sculptures? No, that was forbidden on Monday. <laughs> and you can't eat them on Wednesday because you're gluten-free. So, uh, let's see. And then Saturday would probably just be a day of debauchery. I'd probably let my people do what they wanted within reason. And then Sunday, you'd have to go to the Church of Larry and begin your plans for your statue on Monday. So that'd be what I would do if I were the Nice. Very nice, sir. Very well. Larry, Larry would be assassinated in a month. I would live in Larry's country. That place sounds there's like no, there's there's no day for that, John. Debauchery Saturday sounds like a plan. Now, within reason. You didn't hear what I said. Uh, <laughs> Not the purge. All right. Number seven. Uh, Brooke is uh, up on this one. This one is a serious question, all right? This one is very dear to my heart. Randy takes this subject very serious, all right? Mm -hmm. And therefore, I believe Richard Tillman is going to take it very serious (laughs) um, because he's my best friend on planet Earth. (laughs) Uh, Rank your top favorite candy bars and tell me why. Mm. Brooke, you're up first. You got three minutes. How many? Top five candy bars. You didn't say. You said ten. Okay, well, top five. That's a lot of damn candy bars. It's not enough. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I really enjoy a Three Musketeers. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I like Snickers. Can't go wrong with the Snickers. Um, I also like Milky Way. Um, And... So yesterday I got Gunner this thing that was like a chocolate bar. It was a Cadbury chocolate bar. There was chocolate with caramel in the middle. And I don't know if there's another like more popular brand with it in there. I feel like there is. It's a score bar. Is that what it is? With the yeah. Cream? It's got toffee in it. Yeah. That one. Um, and then the last one would be just good old classic, I guess, Hershey bar. All right. That's that was five, five right? five, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, John, rank your top five favorite candy bars and tell us why, if you'd like, sir. Three so, minutes. my very 
top one is a hundred thousand dollar bar because it's just like rice krispies and caramel and chocolate and two little chocolate turd nuggets of bars. <laughs> it's just a perfect bite, each one of them. And that's number one. The second one is a Kit Kat because you kind of break it in four. It's got that little crunchy wafer and the chocolate and that you can just kind of there's a different ways to eat it. You can just like cut, you take little bites out of it. You can shove it in your own whole mouth. There's just certain ways I'd like to eat a Kit Kat bar. The third one is called Take Five. And I don't know if everybody has this, but it's chocolate caramel and they put a pretzel right in the candy bar, mm. which it's amazing. Uh, the fourth one is a chunky bar, which is just like a solid block of chocolate. And, you know, if you're just in the mood for chocolate, it's just like chocolate overload. And then my third, my last one is a Heath bar because I love the toffee and the chocolate. I like to be able to grab it and just smash it and like take little pieces. And then it takes you like a, an hour to finish it because it's all stuck in your teeth. It's just amazing. <laughs> all right. Uh, Amy. I'm ready. Top five favorite candy bars. This is a challenge that I can get into. <laughs> okay, number one, I'm going to go old school because it reminds me of being a child at the swimming pool and we got frozen Charleston chews. Mm. Chocolate oh, or strawberry. Not like strawberry stuff. Years. But it's delicious. Yeah. It uh, brings, takes you back. Yeah. Okay, two would be a butterfinger. Don't like a butterfinger on its own. Love it in a milkshake. Vanilla and milkshake, and you put the butterfinger on, on the top. Love it or mixed in. Three would be probably not everybody's favorite, a baby Ruth, because it's gigantic. All those peanuts, it's like a meal replacement bar. I put it right up there with protein bars, a butter, uh, a baby Ruth. Four would be a standard Hershey bar because you can dip it in things like like uh, peanut butter. It's mm -hmm. for dipping. Ooh. And five would be my all-time favorite, frozen Twix bars. Mm. Love them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amy, I'm going to tell you right now, all right? You need to listen real clear to Uncle Randy here. You've done your homework on this subject. That was very good. You have thought this out. I have thought this out. Wow. And yeah. I have to give you one thing about a Butterfinger. Um, you don't like them? I love Butterfingers. Oh, okay. But I have a theory. They are impossible. I eat one probably two or three times a week. They are impossible to eat and not get crap all over your lap. That's why you put them in a shake. Yeah, you can't open them and it be a clean experience. I've You're right. This, I've done it. I've done the science. Not You're, possible. Love you speak them, the truth. You speak the truth. All right, Larry, rank your top five candy bars and tell why, sir. I think I was a lonely child because um, I have a lot of candy bars that are supposed to be sharing with people, but I don't like to share candy bars. So, uh, for example, Twix, I like to eat Twix in front of people because they sure. think they're going to get one and then they don't. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I enjoy baby Ruth as well, Amy. We have I think many things in common. Um, and it's always fun to yell baby Ruth. Uh -huh. Um, Butterfingers, top three. Uh, love them in blizzards, love them in pieces, love them in all over crumbs, all over my car and laps and little gold <laughs> flakes. It's like eating a piece of gold, but it's chocolate. Yeah. It reminds me of drinking that liquor that had the flakes in it. The gold schlager. Had gold schlager. Yeah. Uh, college. Uh, payday. Cause it's full of nuts. <laughs> and uh, I like mounds because it's got coconut and nuts. So oh, I love the mounds fan. as well. Yeah, so that's uh, those are my top fives. Excellent. <clears throat> all right, not bad. I did not expect much from that question, even though it's very dear to my heart. And I respect all <laughs> of your uh, all of your efforts on that question. 
All right, number eight. Uh, this is going to be John up first. All right, let me get back here. Uh, John, you must build the best possible meal. Excuse me for that. Uh, with one item from each of these fast food restaurants. Oh. Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Explain your choices, sir. You have three minutes. Okay. I have to, a meal, right? I have to put a meal together. Yes, with one item from each of those uh, places. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with Taco Bell, a couple Taco Supremes as an appetizer. Uh, I'm going with Burger King's Whopper with cheese as the main course. Uh, I'm going to serve that with waffle fries from Chick-fil-A. And for dessert, I'm going to use a Wendy's Vanilla Frosty alongside a McDonald's apple pie. That is my meal. All right. I have one problem with your answer. The rest of it's fantastic. John, I have, <laughs> you're the first person I've ever met that gets a vanilla frosty. I've never even. Oh, I love the vanilla frosty. It tastes like homemade ice cream. I've never seen one. <gasps> Everyone knows I've gotten chocolate. I got two. No, Randy, you have to get it or the swirl. I, I challenge you tomorrow to go get a, get two apple pies from McDonald's and then dip them in a vanilla frosty. And then when you come back, you can apologize. Okay. All right. I will accept that challenge. I'm not saying it's bad. I've just never seen anyone actually get a vanilla frosty. I thought there was really literally only chocolate. That's great. No. Good info. All right. Uh, Amy, you must build the best possible meal with one item from each of these fast food restaurants. You got Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Okay. I'm going to start with uh, the superfood salad made out of kale. Uh, with a sweet sauce. It's delicious from Chick-fil-A and the McDonald's. We're going to have the artisan chicken and on the side, a uh, chalupa. Cause I like to say chalupa. <laughs> and then we are going to hit, uh, that's it, right? Then I just have Wendy's. So Wendy's would have to be a swirl, frosty, deliciousness, um, chocolate and vanilla with uh, sprinkled peanuts on the top. Yeah, you've got Taco Bell and Burger King, too, that you got to have a, an item from. Well, my chulipa was from Taco Bell. Oh, crap. And then what was my other one I missed? Burger King. And Burger King, I'm going to have the filet of fish on the side also as an entree option. All right. Mm-hmm. Not bad. All right, Larry. You must build the best possible meal with one item from each of these fast food restaurants. Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's. I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. I'm ready. Uh, from Burger King, I'll take a Whopper with a crown. Um, from Chick-fil-A, I'll take the waffle fries with cheese. From McDonald's, I'd like a McFlurry to wash it all down. From Wendy's, a spicy chicken nuggets with barbecue sauce. And for a dessert, because I've been a good boy eating all healthy food, I'll take a Choco Taco. Where does it? Wait a minute. Where's the Choco Taco come? Choco Taco. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. They have them there, dude. They also not, have not like here. Apple. They don't. But okay. <laughs> yeah, Listen, I know every moved to Ohio. 
Maybe. It's yeah. not it's not really a reason to move to Ohio, but okay. We eat like kings up here. We get chocolate tacos. And a lot of casserole, some just say. Let me tell you one thing, everybody that's listening. There's nothing better than a choco taco. When that's what you need, those <laughs> things are incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. telling you. Jeez Louise. I'm going to my Taco Bell tomorrow and complain. <laughs> you should. Like, where's the Choco Tacos? <laughs> All right, I demand Brooke, them. Some guy on the internet said you had them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brooke, you know the question. Right. Uh, let's hear it. All right, so for my appetizer, we're hitting Taco Bell for some nachos. Then Delicious. for the main course, we got grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A with the sea salt fries from Wendy's and uh, from Burger King. I fucking hate Burger King. So I'm just going to get apple slices like from the kids meal also as a side item. <laughs> That's so balanced, Brooke. And then my dessert is going to be an Oreo McFlurry from McDonald's. Yes. And now I'm hungry. I'm hungry too <laughs> as crap. All of you have made me super hungry. I want a Choco Taco. I would drop any of you from the show right now for a Choco Taco if we could uh, somehow. Agreed. I also want a Choco Taco. <laughs> I want a Choco Taco too. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Amy is up first. Amy, if you could level up in any aspect of your life, but you had to level down another aspect of your life, the exact same amount, what would you choose to level up and what would you choose to level down? For level up, it would be my IQ because I would love to be like super crazy, crazy smart. And to balance that off, I'd have to level down my rock hard ass. (laughs) (laughs) all right all right right, larry i feel like you were going to say the exact same thing uh Uh, (laughs) physical attributes are okay correct oh anything Anything okay i would level up my hair i would level up my hair (laughs) and i would uh have to level down my sweet tits (laughs) there you go Oh God, yes! I, I feel you on the hair uh, and the sweet tits. All right, so good. All right, Brooke, uh, if you could level up in any aspect of your life, but you had to level down another aspect by the same amount, what would you choose to level up and down? Uh, um, I would like to level up my patience. <laughs> I agree with that. Let's level that on up. Like, here, here. Oh, no. Sorry, babe. And maybe level down my white hot anger. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, this was great. Uh, this is recorded as well. So this is, I noticed how Randall won't look you in the eyes when you said either of those. He's uh, like, definitely not during the hot anger, Larry. You know. He's like, no, you're perfect in every way. Yes. <laughs> don't I think you're fine. <laughs> Please don't strike me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, John, if you could level up in any aspect of yourself, but you had to level down another aspect by the same amount, what would you choose to level up and down, sir? Well, I got to be honest with you. I would be, if I could level up my memory. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) to the level that I would level down this humongous, bulbous belly that I have on me, I would be able to, I would have that instant memory that I could just look at something and memorize a whole book. If I just flip the pages, 
So I miss my memory. Mm-hmm. I would love to level up my memory and level down my pot belly. Hey, let me tell you, we saw that picture not long ago that uh, John put on uh, Facebook. John was a daggum uh, beefcake back in the day. Remember I showing you that picture, babe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. You got to check it out. Everybody yeah, go to John's like Facebook page. Sleeveless shirt on or something. Or like yeah. Yeah, I went from beefcake to sponge cake. He was a rascal. <laughs> That's All how right. he got them five kids. That is how he got the five kids. <laughs> All right, number 10. This has Larry up first. Ooh. This has Larry written all over oh, it. Stop it. Well, there we go. I'm the worst. That's how I get grenaded. I am a terrible host. We're going to make that clear <laughs> right now. Right, Larry, <laughs> Larry, if you were forced into gladiatorial battle, is that real? Is that a real Gladiatorial. Word? Is yes. that real? Okay. Yes. Good. I can't grenade them. I'm not it. No, we can't because I just you sold them out. A yeah. gladiatorial <laughs> battle, but you can only choose to use a weapon that is not considered a real weapon. Typically, huh? What, what do you choose? Something that's not considered an actual weapon. Yes. Probably my muscles. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one considers those a weapon, do they? No, oh, God, no. No, they're they're limp. (laughs) (laughs) I need that question again. All right. Uh, Brooke, you're up. Uh, If you were forced into gladiatorial combat or battle, Mm -hmm. but you could only choose a weapon that is not considered a weapon. So anything that no one calls a weapon, a pen, anything, you know, whatever you want to say, what would you choose? Gosh, you got three minutes. I guess, uh, like, it, it, so that's it. You're not like in any kind of certain situation. No, it's situation. like the question when we asked John, "What would you put on the end of your hands if you didn't have hands?" <laughs> and John said, "Brooms." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess like a a shoe. There you go. Just beat him to death a with a shoe. shoe. All right. Hey, that qualifies. Uh, John, if you're forced into gladiatorial combat but can only choose a weapon that is not typically considered a weapon, what do you choose? Chainsaw. I'm cutting my way through a whole bunch of people. When I get done, it's going to look like a field full of hamburger. Isn't that a weapon, though? Not really. You never hear anybody banning anybody. They don't don't say, let's go out and ban chainsaws. That was very serial killerish, sir. Yes, you know, it's not really a weapon. It's it's kind of just like a, a long tool, yard tool, except for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right. Well, I mean, we'll let but, it go. It's yeah. not up to any of us. It's, up, it's up to uh, Rich. It's, it's not classified as a weapon. You're right. All right. Amy, if you were forced into gladiatorial combat, but can only choose a weapon that's not typically considered a weapon. What do you choose? My answer, sir, will be lawn darts. everyone that's ever thrown one of those has known has pictured them being a weapon by the way if you've ever played you're like these could kill easily yes might die while we're playing can you believe what they let us have in the 70s i think that's the point of those things is to see kids were having parents had too many kids like play with the lawn darts and there were two I remember playing with those things, and the rule was keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> when you're playing with those, I never things. played with those. I wouldn't be here today if we ever played with those. All right, we're on to question eleven, and 
Brooke is up first. Oh, this is a good, fun question. Mm, great. It's awesome that I wrote this. <laughs> Oh, if God. you had to, if you had to guess, what is the most likely scenario for your death? <laughs> the most likely scenario for my death. Yep. <sighs> Fighting off. <laughs> so violent, Larry. So Why is she violent? so angry? <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, like, fighting off a great white shark in ankle-deep water in the ocean, because that would be luck. <gasps> that I would be just, like, knee-deep or ankle-deep, mind-to-mind. You can tell we're coming up on Shark Week, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TV, wow. it's, it's deep in there. All right, John, if you had to guess, what is the most likely scenario for your death, sir? You know what? I know everybody's thinking it, so I'm just going to say it. Diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Take one look at me. Go ahead. Here I am. We're all thinking it. The sugars. Yes. yes. Got the sugars. Diabetes sugar. is going to take me out. Not the sugars. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Amy, if you had to guess, what's the most likely scenario for your death? I'm going to just start with it. We'll start with a man in Florida. <laughs> okay. Florida man. Florida man. And then yeah. something. Florida a lot. Statistically, that's probably the most likely of all of them. Well, I know. I'm saying. Pretty- all right, Larry. If you had to guess, what's your most likely scenario for your death, sir? Oh, it's gonna be something stupid. Um, <laughs> it'd probably be a tree in the forest when I'm by myself, <laughs> all alone. Forest bathing. Forest bathing. Forest bathing. It would be a tree alone, and everyone will wonder if anyone made a noise. That would be it. Larry, if we're being honest, it's going to be when me and you are together. I'm going to survive. You're going to die. Oh, you mean the epic hug that we're going to give yeah. each other? Yes. yes. I'm going to survive. So Larry, or Randall's the tree. No, yes. three falls. I'm so strong. I'm able to hold off the tree. Larry, like you said, his oh. muscles are waste or nothing. Oh, they're useless. Yeah, so he's going to be. And John's crying. in a diabetic coma the whole time, so it's not. Yeah, not John can't he's over there foaming at the mouth. <laughs> he can't sure. oh. yeah, Brooks fighting sharks, and <laughs> Amy's in Florida with Chris Watts. Crocodiles. Basalts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Honestly, we all know that Larry's going to die when Aaron kills him. Oh, yeah. With <laughs> this taekwondo? Yes. <laughs> He'll kick his head off like a bottle cap. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to bring him into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is uh, the next to last question. And John is up first. This is a thinking man, woman question. John, what two hour chunk of history would you want a video of? If you could have video of any point in history. That what is so easy. Mm-hmm. The assassination of John F. Kennedy. I want a good video of that. I want to find out like a wide angle view from over top. I want to find out if it was actually Lee Harvey Oswald or was it a guy inside that sewer grate, the storm drain right there, or was there anybody up on that grassy knoll? That's what I want video of. You know, the Zabruder film gave us a lot of information but that was just eight millimeter film and it was 
you know, and they've, you know, they went by frame by frame with that. And it was behind a sign and all that. I want a good forward shot of what's going on with the window of the, the sixth floor deposits. Book depository. The depository window to see if there's a flash there. I want to know what's actually going on. And I that I would love to find that out. All right, Amy. Okay, what I'm gonna chunk of history would you want? Blah, 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 you know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm an I'm an no, interrupter. Girl, you are doing great. Okay, I am gonna say uh go way back to fifteen hundreds, fifteen around. 15 something with uh, Anne Boleyn, whom was charged with like high treason and witchcraft and all this stuff. And it had to do with her delivery of a baby that looked like a monster. So I would like to know what she was doing. She was accused of sleeping with her brother. So I would want to know what she's doing in the room with her brother. That's a great answer. Wouldn't you also like to know if she had six fingers on one hand? Have you? Yes. Heard of, I, I need to know. There's a painting that supposedly shows she's got like an extra little finger. Like Oprah has the extra toe. Really? Sure. Oh, Oprah's feet are gnarly. If you get a chance, look at Google Oprah's extra toes. I won't. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't want to see that. Do you know she was like 13 years old, Anne Boleyn? Like that's when they married those kids off. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need video of that. I like that. All right, Larry. What two-hour chunk of history would you want a video of? I was going to say John having sex, but that's only a few minutes. So <laughs> I'll go with uh, the battle at Gettysburg. I'm a, I, a lot of people don't know this because nobody asked or cares, but I am a Civil War fan. So uh, really? I would love to watch the actual Civil War battles and see how that played out and see how bloody it was and fucked up. So that, is that would be last, me. Last thing I would have ever guessed that Larry was uh... – a fan of, I'm in, I mean, I like that. It's, I feel like I know a new Larry now. It's a renaissance yeah, it's why, man. it's why I'm so aggressive against you Southerners. That's why. Renaissance man. <laughs> All right, Brooke, uh, what two hour <laughs> chunk of history would you want a video of? Um, John actually took mine, uh, the JFK, but I will go to the, the conversation, uh, inside the little i guess they made a hut or something at the donner party where they started talking about fucking eating people <gasps> gross <laughs> they did they were like all right peeps we're out here for a minute <laughs> i just want to see what that whole conversation was on where they came to that decision but that was a good idea all right all right now that puts us into the thunderdome question this is the last question this is a doozy. Um, all right, this is a scenario question. Now we're still trying this out, so let's see if this works out or not. Um, who's up first? Who was up this last time? Uh, John was up first, so that means Amy's first. Oh, a, not for Thunder Dome. Okay. <laughs> Broken John. Hmm? All right, Amy. Yes. You, you and your companions, and everybody listen, because I can't read this question twice. You'll, you'll get it. But you need a pen and paper for this. There's items to list. Uh, you and your companions have just survived a crash of a small plane. Both the pilot and co-pilot were killed in the crash. Mm-hmm. Mid-January, and you're in northern Canada. The temperature is 25 below zero. Nighttime temperature is 40 below zero. Mm-hmm. Snow on the ground. Wooded countryside, several creeks, blah, blah, blah. Nearest town is 20 miles away. Mm -hmm. You're in your city clothes for a business meeting. 
You have managed to salvage the following items. Mm-hmm. I need you to rank them in order of importance. You have a cigarette lighter with no fluid, mm-hmm. a ball of still wool, mm-hmm. extra shirt and pants, mm-hmm. can of Crisco, mm-hmm. um, Blah, blah, where's the other part? Okay. Uh, 20 by 20 piece of heavy-duty canvas. Mm -hmm. A sectional air map made of plastic. A sectional what? Air map. What the the hell's an air map? Made of plastic. A map of the air? I guess. (laughs) Like a tarp? Blank. (laughs) Yeah. What would that be, Larry? What's an air map? I I would say look up. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> like a map with clouds on it. Yes. And <laughs> of the sky. What jerk gave me this map? <laughs> a one quart, 100 proof whiskey, mm-hmm. a compass. And mm-hmm. dear God, finally, the last item, <laughs> a family size chocolate bar. Okay. All right. So you have to just rank those and what you think are most important. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I think that you think that I, I value life more than you, than you. All right, let's do this. I, do? Time. I didn't think this out well. Let's list the top five. There which, you go, Which ones babe. do you think are the top five? There you go. Okay, listen, I only need three. Okay, great. Because I think that if you stand in the cold, it's not a painful death. I think you just fall asleep and die. And so before I die, I'm going to eat that chocolate bar and I'm going to get the cigarettes off the pilot and light it up. And then I'm going to, that's it. I just do two things. I'm out. (laughs) Amy's just going to eat chocolate and smoke a cigarette. Eat chocolate, smoke a cigarette. I'm out. Fall asleep. All right. uh, Larry, what are you? I don't really smoke, too. I was just thought if I'm going to die, maybe I'm going to start. Right. Larry, top five. How long is your will to survive, sir? Yeah, I'm assuming. Me. I'm assuming my companions are the co-hosts of Drinks with Larry podcast. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do. Uh, yeah, you're stuck with that group. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to cut Brian open with the uh, steel wool, climb inside of his belly. <laughs> oh, like it's warm in there. It's very warm. I'm going to uh, put on my extra shirt and pants before I get in there. <laughs> I'm going to give Aaron the air map and tell him it is a uh, crystal-based map, and he can use it to find our way home. <laughs> He'll believe it, too. He'll believe it. <laughs> I'll give Stephanie the whiskey, because she's obviously going to need it. Not the whiskey. I had the whiskey. <laughs> and uh, we'll just wrap Brian up in the canvas, and I'll uh, fall asleep <laughs> until someone finds me. So. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. That's making a uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit there. Larry. Uh, <laughs> I tried. Uh, Brooke. Uh, what are your top five? Um, I think it's no surprise that top two is going to be that chocolate bar and the whiskey. Um, and then I'm going to throw on my extra shirt and pants, roll myself up in the canvas for warmth, and then use the Crisco to lather up whatever I can find to eat. We're going to keep rolling through the snow in that canvas. <laughs> All right, John, what are your uh, top five items to survive this uh, atrocity? 
All right. Well, I'm hoping, I'm praying that this quart of whiskey has enough proof that I can use the cigarette lighter, even though it doesn't have any fuel. I can use the cigarette lighter flint and strike it up and make a fire. The 20 by 20 canvas I'm going to make a lean-to with. Uh, I'm going to use the Crisco to uh, kill whatever animal I can lure over with that chocolate bar. And I also think that I will use the pants and shirt. And again, I'm just going to make a big giant fire so people can see the smoke and come get me. So basically, the rest of the stuff isn't needed. Uh, but the Crisco and then that 20 by 20 air map, I'm hoping it, it's made out of plastic, but I'm hoping I can probably use it to somehow eat off of, like almost like a plate. Mm. So I figure any squirrel, rabbit, anything that gets within some way where I can club it with a big stick, that's what dinner's going to be. So are you the Crisco? Are you using it to fry the animal, or are you? Yeah, so I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to you know, coat it with the Crisco, and then you know, put a big rock, put the fire around a big rock, put the piece of meat on the rock, so I can cook it that way. But basically, just keep that fire roaring, put a lot of stuff on it that will make it smoke. And then have the smoke go up, and then hopefully somebody will see it and come get me. So, yeah. So, you're eating at my house growing up. Uh, <laughs> there dinner. you go. Crisco and some uh, crazy meat or nothing like, a good, nothing like a good fried yeah. squirrel. <laughs> Boom. All right. So, that, uh, that wraps us up right there. So, before we uh, reach out to uh, Richard, I'm giving him, give him a couple minutes to uh, – figure it out what he wants to do and uh, decide upon. But I want to go around. I want to let everybody give out their social, their uh, social medias, uh, how they can be found, uh, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll start down there at the bottom with the powerful uh, Amy Lyle. How can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Amy Lyle and on Facebook, surprisingly at Amy Lyle and on Instagram at author Amy Lyle. Beautiful. Yep. Larry. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes. you're always welcome. Hey, Larry. I want to say first before Larry goes is that it's very nice to have another uh, lady on the podcast or on the podcast. I'm a lady. <laughs> oh, you're talking to me. Oh my god, damn it! <laughs> you're a lady too. We're the ladies. I know. We're the ladies. Go ahead, Larry. <laughs> uh, you can find me on all socials at Drinks with Larry. There you have it. Short, very easy. There, yes. Easy. Yeah, I, nobody wanted that name, so I got it everywhere. <laughs> John, where can they find you, bud? Honestly, I I don't. My socials are so screwed up. I don't even remember my social names anymore. I've changed them so much. So, uh, what I would say that is, that if anybody has podcasting questions or need podcasting help, coaching or whatever, you can always go to audioeditingsolutions.com dot com, and I'd be very happy to help you out. Beautiful. All right, babe. Uh, where can they uh, find us at? Also. They can find our glorious podcast, the Married AF podcast, uh, on Twitter at Married as Fuck, on Instagram and Facebook, Married AF Podcast. And if you want to email us, uh, MarriedAFPod at gmail.com. And our network that Larry is also on, um, Civilized Creatures Podcast Network, which if you're watching this right now, you're already on our Facebook page. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming all right so i'm trying to remember how did richard call us he was in the chat so i don't know if he's still in the chat 
Richard. I saw him earlier. Richard. <laughs> Richard. Um, you- I was going to try and do from Facebook Messenger on like in my computer. I don't know if they'd be able to hear him though or not. I don't know. But, uh, Let's give it a shot. Or he can call on my phone. I can hold it up. Yeah, we can do that for and the mic. Do that then. Sure. Yeah. This is going to be the worst audio out of all of ours. This is going to be like a. Uh, John's punching himself in the face, right? Yeah, I'm punching already. myself in the face. Already. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not anybody's fault. I, we should have done a better job of figuring out how to do this. And that's my, that's, I'm the engineer of this show. So I take full blame on this. I one. think this is going to be a great show. I do too. I no, the great, the show is great. The audio is going to suck a big one. No, it's uh, not. Don't say that. <laughs> I am calling Richard now. If it will let me. What kind of phone do you have over there? Will it let me? I just, was just saying contacting right now. It's not, there we go. Well, it's usually on about 3% battery, Randall's. Oh, he's one of those. Yes. Congratulations, Brooke. Well done, Great, Brooke. Bro. That's awesome. Hey, what a rally from uh, question one, huh? That's uh, unexpected. <laughs> How about that? Some, it goes to show you, kids, you can start off in a hole. It's not how you start. You can fail and dig yourself out. Hey, Amy Lyle wrote a whole book about fails. That's right. Here and I am I'm, today. And I'm in the second one. I got plenty of fails. And you're on the cover. I know. With that beauty <laughs> alpaca. Yeah. Now that alpaca, I was there. That thing was a rascal. It horrified. <laughs> I know y'all love alpacas. They look like if they wanted to, they could rip us you apart. apart. I know they're kickers. Don't they aren't spit they? on you? I think that's a that's llama. Llamas. Yeah. The alpaca would kick randomly. It's like, hey. <laughs> and its teeth, it needed some dental mm-hmm. assistance for sure. Good gracious. All right, well, congratulate Lount. Look at Brooke. She's in she's into the next round. Yeah. I blame Jody B for jinxing me. He said I was definitely gonna win this episode. He threw the jinx in on me, so now I blame Jody B. That's I never win anything, so I had zero expectations. Yeah, hey, I feel good. I feel Amy, good. Lyle, Amy, Amy Lyle is up for best. an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> now it is an independent uh what is it? Uh independent award for your movie. Uh, it's not for my movie. It's for a movie that I was in. And it's, uh, I couldn't believe it. We got nine nominations, including uh, Best Supporting Actress. How can we watch that movie? Amy you know what? After uh, the film is done with the film festivals, then they release it. So I'll post it. Beautiful. Cool. I, I can't wait. So fun. And wow. Do you have plans, Amy, to write a third book? And can I write it with you? If you write it with me, yes, I'll write a third book. But right now, I'm trying to get my movie launched. I need $1 million. So if anyone knows anyone that makes $10 million or more that donates to the arts, please contact me. Our funding dried up from Hollywood because of the heartbeat bill. Hey, Larry makes that in Patreon every week. He makes that in bio bidet cash. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) this shit. My whole life is shit. It's awesome. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, we're going to run on this one. Uh, thank you to everybody that was uh, on the show. You guys are all awesome. This was super fun. I love the powering through the technical difficulties are the best. Love you. I didn't say a single profanity. 
How proud am I? I'm the real winner. I talk like a sailor. I can do it. It shows I can do it. I wasn't that bad, was I? What did I oh, say? No, this is Very proud of everyone. I was better. I had to say, when, because you're the genius that came up with our Twitter handle. Oh, that's right. I got yelled for saying coming. I wasn't allowed to say coming. That's right. I got yelled at. I don't know. Amy was coming, Georgia. She does. You live in coming, Georgia. Isn't that terrible? Oh, gosh. I don't know if it's terrible, it's for sure. Really? too. All right. Well, y'all enjoy your uh, evenings. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, Good night. Thank you so much. Soon. Bye. Bye. Uncle Randy, who I'm extraordinarily delighted to say loves you.